0: Hey, G-12 family, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We know this message will draw you closer to God's word, his will, and his way wherever you
1: are. Enjoy the message.
0: And we're super happy because today we have special friends that came all the way from England. And with us is Pastor Wes Richards, all the way from England. And I want to invite him and his family to come here and say hi. You know, he's going to speak in English, so (laughs) proper English, that's what I mean. So him, his wife, and his family, and uh, if you don't know his testimony, oh, his testimony is amazing, amazing. Maybe he will share a little bit about it. How are you, Pastor Wes? Yeah, it's good. Well,
2: good to see you. Now we speak English, not American. <laughs> we live where the Queen lives. I'm not sure the Queen knows we're there, but we know she's there. Um, but uh, Miami is very special to us uh, because when uh, the first idea came to have a building in Miami, I think we were one of the first people to put in quite quite a, an offering. And uh, sometime later. Many blessings came through Miami, and I began to realize, actually, we sowed a very big seed here. Now, if you don't know my story, um, I was married happily for nearly 30 years, three children, uh, and um, my first wife died of cancer, and my daughter was 18 at the time. My boys were 22 and 24, and there was great sadness, and I prayed, God, please help my kids. And 18 months after the funeral, I took the wedding of my second son in South Africa to a beautiful pastor's daughter from South Africa. And it was so good, we wanted to do it all again. So, two days later, the big brother married the big sister. And two years later, my daughter married the brother of the sister. Sisters, right? And then there are 13 grandchildren. But what I never imagined is when I told this story in Bogota, Bogota, Colombia, that uh, there was a lady high, high up in, where was it?
1: El Campín Coliseo. Yeah.
2: And she was listening to this story, and I talked about how you could have hope and a future. Now, I never imagined, seriously, I didn't imagine seriously, everybody tried to get me mar- married, all the pastors, but I thought, I don't think so. But God had a plan, and it was a Colombian, (laughs) and a beautiful Colombian. And when I went to the conference in 2016, my daughter said to me, Dad, listen to me. Pastor Andrew's told you. Other people have told you. Now, listen to me. There's a beautiful lady there called uh, Adriana, and she's one of their best leaders, and plus she's beautiful. She says, Dad, I've checked her out. Listen, if, you, if, if she asks you out with our family, just say yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, well, her daughter, Lina, this is Lina. Hi. No, this is her husband. Uh, hello. And, and I'm, gonna, I'm saving the best wine to last here <laughs> uh, because this is mi amor Adriana. <laughs> Soy aprendiendo español rápido. <laughs> but when we got married... We couldn't speak each other's language. Imagine that. How do you communicate? Well, well, let's not go there. Um, but uh, she actually invited us for a meal and uh, we asked permission from the family uh, and, and all that there. But it was, it was incredible because I never imagined that I would actually meet this beautiful lady. And my daughter said, do you remember watching the film Hitch, Dad? And I said, what's that got to do with it? She said, yes, you said afterwards, if there's a G12 Eva Mendes out there, she might just have a chance with me. I said, I never said that. She said, Dad, you did. And this is the G12 Eva Mendes. Uh, <laughs> <yes. laughs> so what did you think when you were high up in the Coliseum and you heard this Englishman who is way down there? talking about how God had brought healing to his heart and his family. Well, why did that speak to you?
1: Wow, I was so impressed because, yes, uh, your testimony touched my heart. But if I said, wow, very faithful pastor, gringo. Oh, <laughs> it's gringo. Because, yes, I didn't speak any English, of course. I am learning now. I know here everybody speaks English. <laughs> I am trying to get my best. It's not easy, but it's not impossible. And then, yeah, God is good. And, and that moment, no, I said, oh, Lord, I would like one day to have a husband like this pasta from England. I know, maybe not gringo, but everything you want for me. I yes, my dream is to have a man of God uh, as husband. Yeah i start uh, to dream with a handsome husband like you
2: <laughs> so you had had a lot of pain in your life and you at 24 years of age had three young children and then the marriage broke up and how old was lena at that time
1: lena was 6 months old when i divorced
2: and, and you, you were successful. You had your own business. She went to university to help have a career for the family and, and, and everything. But then your hairdresser said you need the Lord and invited you to MCI.
1: Yes. Actually, um, yes, she was sharing with me about God maybe for nearly one year. And one day, I was so broken for... A different situation with my kids. They was teenager, And yeah, it was not easy for me. And then one day I said, Okay, I want to go to the, your church. I don't want to be evangelic, but I want to know what happened because I saw how God uh, yeah, was prospering here. Um, I went to MCI uh, first time. It was a big meeting in, a, in the, uh, what is the name, the park? No, uh, Bolivar. Simon Bolivar Park. Many of you be know Bogota, maybe 40,000 people. And the preacher was talking about the sad woman, one story like my life. And I said, Ooh, this lady, how in what moment she told him about my life. And then it's incredible because she said to me, this preacher arrived from Argentina only three hours ago. I can't believe. And then ah, in that moment, Uh, God touched my heart when he said, I know here, uh, you are here, lady, but God loves you. He has a paradise for you. He never forgot you. Wow. In that moment, uh, I went to my knees. I cried a lot. And I started, no, I I, I became a Christian in reality because I said, oh, yeah, this is me. And I felt how God loves me. Um, no, I started to be very committed in the church in 10 years you had a dream. Yes, I got a start in, in May, uh, making many miracles in my finance in my family, but one of my biggest dreams was to get married. I wanted to have a husband, a big family, but that was my dream always in my life. Um, yes, every year I was waiting for the husband, but it was not easy because. I didn't see my husband for 10 years. Uh, I give my covenant, my best offerings, but always I believe I had a faith uh, God will send the best husband. Um, yes, I was very obedient uh, with my leaders and until the moment God used my daughter when she went to study in England and when you opened the door of your house and God, uh, yes, hello, uh, you knew me. Through her, because, yeah, they shared in the house for two months. Lina lived in, in his house. And then it was amazing when I invited you. I said, oh, maybe now my dream became real.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Pastor Cesar was, was quite amused by the whole thing. Now, imagine this, trying to have a relationship with the daughter as the translator, Right. And every now and again, she'd say, mom, that's too much, I'm not translating that. Yeah. Now, Raoul came as an intern to, to us, so we knew this, um, this couple and they were together. And, and what was your prayer? Because you wanted to get married to Raoul, but you also wanted your mum to get married.
3: Yeah, I think when you have uh, a single mom, you always see her like bringing all the family Uh, But as a daughter, I I wanted my mom to get married and I wanted to see her happy with a husband, with her dreams. So one day when we were just 18, we were doing our book of dreams in December and we wanted to get married that following year. So I said to Raul, like, hey, but first I want my mom to get married. And we were like, okay, so we want my mom to get married this year (laughs) and it happened.
0: I thought that was a lot of faith. I was like, oh, Lord, she doesn't know anybody yet, but all right.
2: There were a lot of people praying for the marriage for various motives. But I remember ringing Pastor Cesar up because after that conference where we'd had a meal together, all of us, I felt something was happening in my heart. And I said, God, I was not expecting this. And, I'm not, and I don't like this adolescent thing going on. You know, when, you, when you're over 100 years of age, it's not nice. This <laughs> feeling again. And, uh, well, not quite. I don't believe that. Uh, somebody said amen. I, I'll see you afterwards. Um, <clears throat> but, um, do you know, I felt the Lord say, I've watched over you all your life. When I was eight years of age, I nearly died. And I had a... a appendicitis that became peritonitis, and uh, they said to my parents, he will be dead tomorrow. And that night, they had a prayer meeting in the church, and there was a lady who prayed, and she says, God, spare the life of this little boy so that one day he can take your gospel to many, many places. And all through my life, I've seen God watch over me, help me, even through the sadness we went through as a family, but I didn't realize how big dream the bigger dreams that God has got for us. And this is really what I want to say, because I know you meant to preach now. but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but, but what, I, what I feel is this, is God is the God of dreams. We've heard this from Pastor Cesar many, many times. But actually, it's not just from Pastor Caesar. It's not just from Bogota. It is from the Bible. But Joseph had a dream. And dreams from God. You know, there's a musical, uh, what is it, the Technicolor Dreamcoat, and it says, any dream will do. That's not true. Because there can be demonic dreams. Hitler had a demonic dream. There can be human dreams, which are very selfish. But God has a dream for every one of us. He has a dream for you. He had a dream for Joseph, personally. And even though Joseph went through betrayal and and he wondered why he was being unjustly accused and why he ended up in a prison and all these things. He held the dream in his heart and one day he saw the dream that God raised him up as he had seen in the dream. And God blessed his family, this family that was so, so much dysfunction, he brought them back together. But he also used Joseph to touch many people and to bring healing and food, actually, to the whole world. And God has that dream for you, and he has a dream for the person next to you, he has a dream for your family, and he has a big dream here for Miami. It is not an accident we are here. It is not an accident you've started here in this. This is just the beginning. That curtain is gonna go down very soon. And, And when you dream the dreams of God, and you say, God, give me your dreams, He will give you dreams, but you have to obey. And when I realized something was happening that I never actually dreamed about, I never dreamed I could be married to somebody, not just a beautiful lady, but a beautiful Christian lady who was so prepared and trained by God. And to be with the family and to see how God has rebuilt our family, to see your grandmother as well, amazingly. And that I have a step-grandchild, 14 grandchildren between us. And to see, God, you do more than we can ask or imagine. And we came here to Miami. Pastor Caesar said, come to Miami because not many people know you here. It's safe. You know, you can, you can have a secret sort of time to get to know each other. Of course, Lena's with us everywhere. Um, but that was very necessary. And we went to his house, and Pastor Claudia's there with her, 12, and said, hello. We're so pleased to see you. It wasn't so secret after all. We got married in Miami. I am only now finding out what the stages are. You understand? Because we went through those stages so fast, and I never knew whether we were good friends, best friends. uh, (laughs) And when we arrived at Miami, after me, I spoke to Pastor Cesar, I asked his permission, I asked my family's permission, I flew across an ocean, and I went to kiss her at the airport, and she went... (laughs) And I thought... I don't even get a kiss and then in the car she said you know what it says in the book don't you about this stage and I hadn't read the book I never imagined it would apply to me. I got my children to read the book. I got all the mute ministers to read the book but I never read the book. So she said you know what it says at this stage don't you? I said remind me again what exactly what passage was it and she wasn't having that and then we met Pastor Cesar and Claudia. And they were amazing pastors and are amazing pastors, but the way they cared for us and helped us. You are privileged to be part of something very special here, not just a church, but part of a global movement. And this in Miami, people are looking to see what will happen in Miami. And what God has done in Bogota, and what he's doing in the Philippines, what he's actually doing in Britain as well, because God is working with us in the UK right there and by the castle in in Royal Windsor, also in South Africa. He's going to do greater things than we can imagine. But we have to dream. Hold on to your dream. When it's tough and you can't see it, for 10 years Adriana believed somehow that God had kept the husband for her. And that was a big thing. And she prepared. You must be prepared. You must be ready because this is your time. It's time for you. It's time for your family. Begin to visualize the, the husbands and wives to come, not just your own marriage, the the blessings, the generational blessings to come. Visualize what he's going to do here in Miami because something is going to happen that God will will do something here in Miami and people will not just look to Bogota and say the vision works there, but they will see it works here. And it will work here because God is working in you. One quick greeting before we go. What do you want to say to them?
1: No, I am so happy to be here and very special to be in the second service in English. Congratulations. So happy to see how God is working in Miami, in MCI, in the G12 church. And now to keep your dreams is my advice today, maybe for you. It's amazing to see how God is faithful always, not only with you, with your family, because God Faithful with me, but also with my children, with my family. Um, yeah, thank you, Pastor Julian, for the invitation.
3: <laughs> uh, well, you have a great church here. When we arrive, it's a great building, but you also look like a great family. So we bless you, and we hope you can see your dreams fulfilled this year. This year is not over, so keep on dreaming for the dreams you have dreamed since January. The year is... Not over.
0: Well, thank you very much for having us. It's great to be here in Miami. The church it's a big, big blessing for us. And as Lina said, we just feel like family. You know, going to Bogota, going to Miami, you can feel the spirit. So it's really, really good. Thank you very much.
2: Well, I just asked your pastor if I could pray a blessing over you. Who wants to receive a blessing? Stand up then, shall we? Pastor Julian. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the blessings that have come to me personally through Miami, through Pastor Cesar and Pastor Claudia. I thank you, Lord, for the family that you have brought together. First of all, there were the four girls. Now you've brought men of God to each one of them. Now you're multiplying this family. And you have already done great things in Bogota, but the greater things are yet to come. But we believe here that Miami is a bridge in the Anglo and Hispanic world. We believe, Lord, that many people are gonna come here to see what you will do. Lord, I thank you because we have the privilege to be here on this second Saturday evening, but we receive your promise. The increase of your government and peace there is no end and that the glory of the latter house will be greater than that of the former house we pray now that there will be a supernatural impartation and that everyone here will know that they're not just church members but they are disciples and disciple makers that everyone will see Lord how much you love them Lord where there are wounds please bring your healing. Where dreams have nearly died and it seemed like even brothers could try and kill the dreams, that the dreams will live again. God has a dream for you and it is the best dream. And it is a dream just special, it's your story. It's a dream for your family. It's a dream For this church, he has a dream, for this nation, for the nations. We pray, Holy Spirit, now that you would come and by your blood, Lord, we come to you. And we ask for cleansing. We repent of any sin, any rebellion, any disobedience, anywhere where we have grown cold. Cleanse us, wonderful, merciful Lord, You gave everything that we could receive everything. And now, Lord, would you pour out your spirit in a new way? I pray, Lord, that there will come an acceleration here, and we will see this is supernatural. We will realize, well, it was just a second one, but something was imparted. Something, Lord, we did not expect to be here. They did not expect to see us, but here we are. To receive your word and to sense your purpose that this will accelerate and that we lift up our eyes now to you lord we lift up our eyes and we believe lord and we declare that we will tell everybody that we can every week we will invite people and we pray lord that this partition as it were would come down that this place would soon be too small and you would do amazing things holy spirit touch everybody here quicken them in their bodies, in their souls, in their spirits, and just as Joseph held his dream because God was with him, let us see every dream that you have fulfilled, let us see powerful men and women of faith rising up, and for those who could have thought like me and Pastor Adriana, well, maybe it's just for the younger ones. We thank you, Lord, you gave us new hope, you gave us a new future, and you tell us, Lord, that every day with you is a day when we know your faithfulness and your mercy and your grace and your peace. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you. Amen. Why don't we give thanks to God for their life? And, you know, as the band keeps playing, I want you to take your seat because what Pastor Wes and Pastor Adriana and, you know, their family, what they were sharing, it is exactly God's message for you today. Because, you know, today it's all about expecting the unexpected. You know, what to expect when you're expecting what to what to do when you're expecting for something to happen and you know it was impressive to you know hear what they were saying their testimony because it goes so well with this word that is found in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 through 17 and it says be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the lord's will is so i'm pretty sure you're familiar with pastor Yongi cho pastor cho from the largest church in the world he had a dream one time and his dream was to have a bicycle a desk and a chair i don't know are you familiar with the story yeah yeah you know i was looking for a a photo to include in the powerpoint and this is what i came what it came out when hopefully it will come out in a second next one when i typed bicycle desk and (laughs) that's what it came out you know he could have prayed for this, and one thing could have solved the whole problem. You know, it's the like one one thing fixes it all. And you know what? God told him that he needed to be specific about the dream. So many of us, when we have dreams, we're not specific about our dreams. The Lord said to him, there are so many desks in the world. I don't know which one you want. There are so many bicycles in the world. I don't know which one you want. There are so many chairs in the world. I don't know which one is the one you want. So he went on to be specific in his prayer. And when he was specific in his prayer, then God said, this is the time for the answer. So one time, you know, young Pastor Cho went to preach. He was very, very poor. He went on to preach. He got on stage, started sharing the word. And he said, the Lord did a miracle. And I have the lord told him to say it in faith and he said i have my bicycle i have my chair and i have my desk and at the end uh, at the end of the service his friends came up and they said okay we want to see your miracle we want to see those things and he said lord what do i do because i don't have them so he said you know what let's just go home i will show you i will show you my my stuff my my blessing They went to his house, and as they were coming in, the Lord put in in his heart a thought. And he asked one of them, you know, when you were a baby in your mother's womb, were you you, uh, the same as a human being as when you came out? He said, yes, I was a human being. I was a baby. I was just inside my mother's womb. And he said, that's a miracle. And that's the same way God did my miracle. I'm pregnant of a bicycle, of a desk, and a chair. And you know, they started making fun of him. Everyone in his church, the old ladies will look at him when he would pass by and say, oh look, that's, that's a guy that is pregnant with a bicycle, a desk, and a chair. But some months later, the miracle actually happened And he received what he asked for so let me tell you you're gonna receive what you are asking for this is the time for the miracle can you believe it can you believe it so we see a difference between waiting and expecting we're so used to be waiting and when we're waiting you know when you look it up waiting is the action of staying where one is or delaying action until a particular time or until something else happens. So waiting means doing nothing and sometimes we're just waiting and we're not doing anything but what if instead of waiting you start being expectant? You expect the blessing and let's see what to expect is when you're expecting expecting is to look forward to the probable occurrence or appearance of you know something is going to happen so stop waiting and start expecting you're going to expect God's blessing over your life because let me tell you something is going to happen on your life the miracle is coming can you believe it can you believe it can you believe it come on praise the Lord if you believe it So to expect is to consider likely or certain. You know, you know that something is happening. You're not just waiting. Because when you're waiting, you're just sitting down. But when you're expecting, there is something inside of you that tells you that the miracle is coming. So you need to start expecting the miracle. If you've been waiting for something to happen, let me tell you, it is going to happen but it depends on you to start expecting that miracle. And as Pastor Wes and Pastor Adriana were sharing, that's a powerful, that's, a, that, that's the power of miracles. That's the power of God. When you're not just like waiting around saying, oh, the Lord told me I was gonna get married someday, somehow. No, they started believing, confessing, praying about it, getting ready, prepared, And when it actually happened, they saw, oh, this is the result of believing. So what if you start believing today? What if you stop waiting and you start expecting the blessing and the miracle of God? So think for a moment, what are you expecting? What are you expecting for God to do in your life in this time? Maybe you need a big miracle. Nothing is impossible for God. As we were reading the word says that we need to stop being foolish and understand God's will when you understand God's will that's when you start expecting for something to happen that's when you understand that God's will is to bless you it's to provide for your family for you to have health so what if you believe with me for a miracle in this time. What if you start believing, you stop waiting, and you start believing that this is the time for the miracle? What if we start believing that this is the time for our families? This is the time where God's going to bring growth. God is going to break change in your life. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? And let me finish just reading this passage that it talks about the faith that we need to have John 14 14 before we read the other one this one says you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it you know Jesus says today you may ask me anything and I will do it but the difference is can we believe that nothing is impossible for God that's a truth that's a fact now the question is can you believe it can you believe that nothing is impossible for him if you just believe as pastor Wes was saying at first he said well I don't know if it's gonna happen but God his will was higher his plans were higher and the same thing God has for Maybe it's not the way you think. Maybe it's even better than what you think right now. Maybe your blessing, it's something better. It's not going to happen the way you want, but it's going to happen in the way you need it to happen. You just need to believe. So the word for today is just stop waiting for God to do something and start expecting. Have that fire inside of you. Have that desire to see the unseen, to see the blessing that God has for you. Because let me tell you, God has a blessing for you, but you just need to believe it. Can you say amen? Can you believe with me? Can you believe with me? So with expecting, I finished just saying these two things. I always say that I'm going to finish and I never finish. You You know me. You know it. So with expecting comes learning say it with me with expecting comes learning when you're waiting you're not doing anything but when you're expecting you're learning you're getting prepared for that miracle to come and second we need to learn the bible we need to learn how to have better attitudes and second with waiting with expecting comes faith when you leave When you live a life of expectancy, when you're expecting something, you have faith that something is going to happen. When you're just waiting, you say, oh, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if God has a plan for me. But when you're expecting, you know that you know that you know that God is doing something in your life. He's working for you and the miracle is coming. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Come on. Praise the Lord if you believe it. Come on. Matthew nineteen twenty six, And now this is the last verse. Now for real. Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Can you say it with me? With God... All things are possible. Say it one more time. With God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible for Him. You just need to believe. The same way, I don't, um, I don't know how many mothers do we have here, but if you've been a mother, you know that when you're pregnant, you don't see your baby, but you know He's there. Well, with me and my wife, we've been pregnant three times, and we know the babies have been there. We know that the babies are coming out any second. And then when you're expecting, you start getting ready. There is something inside of you, especially with the first baby. You know, the last few months, you're like, oh, almost there. You're trying to have everything ready. You know, when the time comes, you're ready for the baby. You have the bassinet, the crib. You know, the first baby gets like royal treatment. They get everything. Stroller. Uh, nice stroller the other stroller they get baby food special clothes they get everything then the third baby is the third baby and then I'm like oh what's your name again I'm sorry now just kidding No, I love all my babies but especially you know the first one gets you know the, the royal treatment so what if this is your first miracle what if this is your your first big breakthrough what if this is that special miracle that you're waiting for then you need to get ready then you need to get ready you need to start preparing because God is doing something amazing in your life and this is the time he will do it can you believe it can you believe it come on praise God with me So, to go from waiting to expecting, you need only one thing. And that thing, it's called, we, we call it a Rema word. Because a Rema word is a specific word for a specific person in a specific time. When you read the Bible, you know, you read so many verses and you're like, oh, that's cool. But sometimes you read that verse that when you read it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is for me. It's like the same feeling, where, you know what Pastor Adriana was sharing when she when she came to church for the first time and that pastor was talking and was describing exactly her life. That's a REMO word. That's a word di- directly from God to your life that if you take it and you keep it in your heart, God will do a miracle with it. And that's the difference between waiting and expecting. When you're expecting you have a seed from God in your heart and you know that the miracle is coming. So if you need a miracle, one thing you need to do is to have that Ramah word, to have that specific word from God. Put it in a place where you see it when you are constantly reminded that God will do it and He's going to do it because He told you so. And for God... Nothing is impossible. Say it with me. Nothing is impossible for God. Say it one more time. Nothing is impossible for God.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in. Before you go, make sure to click the follow button so you never miss what's
0: new. We would love to connect with you. You can follow us on Instagram at G12Church and share with us how this message has impacted you. Until next time.